The popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and for the time being, Dennis M. Roy over on Facebook. Message me over there. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great, although I really wanted to keep that intro going. Oh, my God. If anything, just to piss Randy off. Oh. God, it would just make my day. <laughs> Let's wait. I've got the technology. Look, look, look. <laughs> Fuck you, Randy. It's my fucking show. All right, enough of the nonsensical bullshit. We got to uh, get through the wide receivers here. Uh, it's the last thing that we have to go through uh, reviewing the cheat sheets from the 2020 draft season and so uh why don't we get it going we'll do it exactly like how we did it with the running backs we'll kind of go we'll go through we'll just go through the top 25 really um and then we'll kind of glance well yeah we'll we'll look at the top 25 we know we're not going to really go through the stats we'll just we'll just kind of uh go through it and compare to where it was um maybe actually we should go through the top 50 get through you know wide receiver fours uh so if we're gonna do that we gotta get going here so number one with a bullet is one green bay packers wide receiver Devonte adams finished with 358.4 points on the season uh was you know designated as a wide as number two wide receiver overall uh 10th overall as far as draft uh, position according to the nffc uh, that really wasn't going to change all too much unless he got injured, like, say, Michael Thomas, who was the number one wide receiver uh, going into the draft season. Um, whether or not you believe uh, in the, you know, inner feud be, with, between him and Drew Brees, who knows? All we know is he didn't play the whole season. He screwed a lot of people over. It is what it is. Drew Brees is going to retire. Let's see what happens at quarterback. Let's see if Michael Thomas is still going to be fantasy viable, at least from a high-end wide receiver one position. Number two on the list was Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs at 328.9 points. Uh, he was my wide receiver four. He was the NFFC's wide receiver four and 17th overall uh, pick. Uh, so that ended up being really working out really, really well. Had 17 touchdowns on the year. He was one below Devontae Adams for total touchdowns. <clears throat> uh, very, very good year for him. Number three was a bit of uh, uh, caught me off guard, to be completely honest. That is Stephon Diggs of the, Bal uh, the Baltimore, the Baltimore uh, Bills. 
Uh, the Buffalo Bills, 328.6 points. He finished 0.3 points below uh, Tyreek Hill. Now, he was... Uh, do, 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 do. He was way low. Oh, yeah, we talked about this because he was right where uh, Antonio Gibson was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was a Tier 6 wide receiver. Uh, wide receiver 28... Uh, 65th pick overall, according to NFFC. Really shit the bed there. Uh, just uh, this one, I, I've really got to give it to you. Uh, give the stats to you. 127 receptions he ended up with. 1,535 yards and eight touchdowns. Just a phenomenal year uh, for Stefan uh, Diggs. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna be up in that wide receiver one category uh, with Brian Dable the offensive coordinator returning to Buffalo uh, to work with quarterback Josh Allen in this offense. Um, I would expect more. Um, we do have to take, we do have to kind of pull it back a little bit um, this off season though on Stefan Diggs. Let's see what happens with the Buffalo bills. If they pull in uh, maybe a veteran running back uh, for that backfield, because that would actually take away from Diggs. It would take away from, uh, Cole Beasley, <clears throat> if they had uh, an elite running back in there, maybe they draft another running back. Maybe they were really not that happy with what they got out of Zach Moss. Um, we'll have to see. We definitely know that Devin Singletary did not do it. So it's on the Bills. We'll see what they do in free agency and in the draft. Wide receiver four was DeAndre Hopkins. The move to Arizona seemed to uh, not bother him one bit. Finished with 287.8 points. There was a huge drop-off here of uh, about 40 points uh, from Stefan Diggs to Hopkins. So it's like a complete another tier. Uh, they had, We had him, what? We had him fifth overall. Uh, so did the NFFC. Uh, 19th pick overall. He should have been a, in the second round. I did grab a share of him. Uh, he fell late into the third round of one of my drafts, and it just I couldn't, you know, pass up on the value there. Even though you know I was after uh, guys like Calvin Ridley, uh, DK Metcalf, you know, waiting for DK Metcalf, um, uh, DJ Chark, you know, the guy that shit the bed. Um, but I still ended up getting Calvin Ridley in that draft as well. I just took him on the way back around. So, uh, And then speaking of which, at wide receiver five is one Calvin Ridley. I had him down on the draft board a little bit. Uh, you weren't going to really need to you know, grab him uh, too early. A lot of people really weren't on him. He was, according to the NFSC, uh, wide receiver 15, 41 overall. Uh, he finished with 281.5 points, so right behind DeAndre Hopkins there. Uh, very, very good year for one Calvin Ridley. Uh, really outshined Julio Jones this season. Number six is our first rookie, and that is, of course, Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings. We were very high on him. Um, of course, you didn't need to really you know, jump up the draft to go get him. He was a guy that we said, you know, 10th, 11th, you know, 12th round, somewhere in there. If you want to take a shot on him, uh, go ahead, because nobody was going to be on him. Uh, finished with 274.2 points. Uh, good, Great rookie numbers, dude. Uh, 88 receptions, 1,400 yards, uh, 7 touchdowns. We said 
both me and Paul during draft year, uh, Justin Jefferson, he is a guy out of LSU that we really, really loved. Uh, he came in as a wide receiver 54 during draft season, 130 overall. So uh, tremendous, tremendous value if you were able to either draft him, uh, wait him out you know, for the first couple of weeks, about week three. That's when he started taking off. And that's when said, and we were watching that game and said, you need, to get, you need to go get Justin Jefferson. You will pay up a little bit for him. Um, but go ahead and go get him because he's he is he's going to be special in this offense. Uh, wide receiver seven was DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks, two hundred seventy one point three points. Uh, where was DK? DK DK DK. He was wide receiver nineteen, forty uh, fifth pick overall. So right near the end of the fourth round was right about where he was getting. So you got a tremendous value out of him. Um, got the 10 touchdowns, got 1,300 yards receiving. Just really, really good year. Uh, right behind him was his his teammate, Tyler Lockett, who you know is even more of an up-and-down player than, say, DK Metcalf. He finished with 265.4 points. So he was six, he was six points below DK Metcalf on the season. Um, but very much more vi- uh, of volatile than, uh, say, DK Metcalf. That's why we were a little bit higher on DK. Figured he was going to be a little bit more stable. But Tyler Lockett came in to draft season. Wide receiver 22, 50th pick overall, so he was right behind DK. Uh, but we did move him down in the cheat sheet. Uh, but it ended up you know, not really mattering um, as he finished as a wide receiver one. Uh, which actually comes as quite a bit of a surprise. Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears, uh, 262.9 points on the season, uh, over 1,200 yards, over 100 receptions. Uh, We were very high on Allen Robinson. He was my my wide receiver eight. That's where he was for the NFSC at eight, uh, 27 overall. So he came in. Uh, he finished right where he needed to be. Uh, kind of went downhill a little bit when Nick Foles took over um, and then rebounded when um, Mitch Trubisky took over, but still wanted to see a little bit more with the touchdowns. He only had six. Uh, would have liked to have seen him somewhere near 10. Uh, but, I mean, you know, touchdowns are... are you can't really count on the touchdowns. You got to count on the targets, the production, you know, the receptions and the yardage. So Allen Robinson was going to be the number one. He's a free agent this, uh, for this upcoming year. So we'll see where he lands. And we know he hates Chicago with a passion. So he won't be resigning there anytime soon. Wide receiver 10, Justin Jefferson's teammate, Adam Thielen, the great white hype. Uh, he really came through. Um, I did not see this really coming. He was a wide receiver, 12, 37 overall. Uh, I had him down in the tier five though, behind guys like, uh, uh, Ridley, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Cortland Sutton, Cooper cup, and then Adam Thielen. Um, and he finished at number 10. He had 925 yards, uh, receiving, the big thing that helped him uh, get his 254 points on the season was the 14 touchdowns, 
We're going to wait and see what's happening here because now we've got rumors that Kirk Cousins might be uh, a tradable option. So we'll have to see what's happening here, see what happens as a whole. Because if Kirk Cousins gets traded, you're going to see Thielen's production go down, you know, and and Justin Jefferson's production go down. And then we'd have to see who's going to be in there. Are they starting over going with a rookie? Are they bringing in a veteran who knows but it's definitely something that we want to pay attention to uh see if the rumor mill is correct on this uh assessment that this is happening or if it's just a whole bunch of baggy shit just like the whole uh aaron Rodgers fiasco which i said was fucking overblown and they came out and said that it was so wide receiver 11 was mike evans uh, 248.6 points, uh, hit a thousand yards, had 13 touchdowns on a year. Very good year. Uh, I had Mike Evans right behind Allen Robinson at uh, wide receiver nine. Uh, so it was pretty close. Uh, 28th overall in there. Uh, Mike Evans was very, he was good. He just wasn't consistent. Good. He had, you know, we saw a lot of the cheap touchdowns at the goal line, and then that would be it. That would be the only points that you would get. So uh, that has to improve. He's in what? He was, he's finishing up, what, year seven? Um, so year six or year seven. So he's getting a little bit older, but he's still, he's still productive. He's, he's a productive wide receiver. A.J. Brown finishes out uh, the wide receiver one category. Uh, 247.5 points on the season. Had 11 touchdowns. Had over 1,000 yards receiving. Uh, He entered draft season as wide receiver 17, 43 overall. Uh, So you're looking at about a mid-range. He was a mid-range wide receiver four. I was seeing him in the fifth. Uh, I was hoping to get him at the end of the fifth, and somebody grabbed him. Um, so that was unfortunate, but, uh, great value, a uh, little boomer bustish, but he was a little bit more consistent this year than he was in his rookie year, which you would expect. So year three, I'm expecting him to be even more consistent, build upon this year. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with his, uh, wide receiver mate and Corey Davis, um, See if he leaves via uh, if I could talk free agency or if he stays. Um, but no matter what, AJ Brown did show that he is a stud and he is capable of joining the elite category uh, for the wide receiver position. Wide receiver thirteen, which starts our wide receiver two chains. Uh, would be one Keenan Allen of the L.A. Chargers. Now, he lost out on wide receiver one because he got hurt late in the year, uh, but not before he had uh, almost 1,000 yards receiving, had 100 uh, receptions on the year and eight total touchdowns uh, to the tune of 245.1. He was another guy that I missed on. He was a late tier five, so him and Adam Thielen were really uh, misses for me uh, personally. Uh, Keenan Allen was missed by the NFSC too. Came in as wide receiver 2455 overall. Robert Woods comes in at number 14, surprisingly. Um, actually tied with uh, Keenan Allen, so they're actually 13 and 14. Uh, I did like him more than I liked uh, Cooper Cup. 
but where did I put him? Oh, I slipped on Robert Woods. I put him in tier six with the wide, being a wide receiver, 18, 44 overall by the NFFC, but I still put him in a tier six. Jesus, that's it. That's behind. That's behind the, the Alan Thielen and Cooper Cup. Oof, that's another miss. That's another bad miss. But that offense, that offense just sucks. We got to see what's going on there. Uh, you know the Rams want to get rid of quarterback Jared Goff. If they happen to do that, then we don't know really what's going to happen. If they're going to go after another rookie, if they're going to bring in a veteran to compete and try and beat out Goff. Uh, really just don't know here. Wide receiver 15 is one Amari Cooper. Finished with 236.8 points. Had a, over 1,100 yards receiving. Uh, 92 receptions. I believe we liked Amari Cooper. He was a tier four. Uh, uh, I had him at wide receiver 13. He was 16 by the NFFC, 42 overall. So not too bad there. Uh, Cooper Cup got it done even with Dak not being there, uh, especially when uh, Andy Dalton took over. Uh, he really liked uh, Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, he was really high on Gallup late in the year as well, though. Um, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see. The Cowboys are expected to re-sign uh, Dak Prescott, get that long-term deal in there, um, but we'll have to see how he's holding up with the ankle. Apparently, from all reports, he's been really good. No, you know, there was no infection during the surgery, and uh, when he initially had it after the injury, you know, earlier in the year. So... We'll have to see what happens with this Dallas Cowboys offense. Um, have to see if Michael Gallup actually comes back because he's a free agent as well. Uh, number 16 was Juju Smith-Schuster. 234.1 points on the year. Very, very decent year. Um, had him right above Amari uh, Cooper, so I missed by a little bit. Um, the NFFC had him as a wide receiver, 14, 30, uh, 39th pick overall. Um Smith Schuster was yeah about he was about an early fourth. Uh, some I've seen I saw some people jump on him uh, late third round as well. Uh, wasn't really necessary. A lot of drafts though I saw him slipping kind of like late fourth. Uh, so you got a little bit of value on him uh, this season. Wide receiver seventeen here is going to be another big jump. Uh, was Brandon Cooks. Uh, the Houston Texans, 232 points on a year. Finished with 1,150 yards on the season. 81 receptions. Good for him, man. Uh, but he is going to fall. He is going to fall, and he is going to fall fast uh, when Watson gets traded here. Uh, Brandon Cooks uh, was listed as a wide receiver, 36. Uh, 79th pick overall. So quite off. Um on that one, I was off as well. But I think if we would have had Will Fuller uh, not get suspended, you would not probably see him over a 1,000 yards. You would have saw uh, Will Fuller end up uh, probably in this spot, actually, as a, as a wide receiver, 17, uh, 16, somewhere in there. Marvin Jones taking advantage of the Kenny Galladay injury. Um Ends up at wide receiver 18, 227.8 yards on the season. Uh, just missed out on 10 touchdowns. He finished with nine, and he missed out on 1,000 yards, uh, finishing with 978. Uh, Marvin Jones really stepped up. If you were able to grab him, 
because um, he was on waiver wires everywhere, even you know when Kenny Galladay basically went down after a couple of weeks. And um, hopefully, you were able to take advantage of that. Where did I have that son of a bitch? I know I had him higher than this. There he is, Marvin Jones, uh, tier seven. Uh, right next, actually, right next to Brandon Cooks. So wide receiver, thirty-seven, eightieth overall. That's kind of funny. They're neck and neck. They're right next to each other um, in terms of ADP, and they were next to each other at the end of the year. That's funny. Uh, Robbie Anderson, wide receiver, nineteen, finished over a thousand yards, and only three touchdowns uh, to the tune of two hundred twenty-four points on the season. Um, not bad there whatsoever. I wasn't really high. Nope, I was not high on Robbie Anderson. I had him in tier eight, wide receiver sixty-two, one fifty-six. So uh, there was talk about gra- uh, we had talked, kind of talked about grabbing Robbie Anderson, um, just because of his relationship with uh, head coach Matt Rule uh, at Temple. Uh, they and he was a guy that they targeted in free agency uh, to come in there, uh, and he definitely did not let them down. Now he would have liked to have seen you know a little bit higher in the touchdown totals, but we'll see. Now Carolina's rumored to be really going to be going after Deshaun Watson here uh, in the off season, so we'll have to see what happens there. No matter where Deshaun Watson goes, wherever he goes, the other skill positions as far as the wide receivers, tight ends, you automatically have to bump them up because obviously whatever quarterback was there was probably not as good, um, you know, depending on the situation. Because, I mean, it's not – Deshaun Watson isn't going to go to the Indi- you know a team like the Indianapolis Colts. He's going to end up going to a team like the Jets. Uh, Miami, who we oh, – I love him down in Miami. Um and then, you know, Carolina pops up, NF- NFC team. So uh, that's quite possible if they want to just get them out, completely out of the conference. So uh, pay attention to that. Terry McLaurin of the Douche Canoes, wide receiver 20, uh, finished over, surprisingly, 87 receptions for 1,118 yards, four touchdowns. It seems impossible considering where he started uh, this year. 223.8 points on the year. Um, he was the top of tier six. He was wide receiver 21, uh, 48 overall. So he ended up right about where he was projected, according to ADP. Um, not a bad year for one uh, scary Terry. Um, figured he... <sighs> Me, myself, and I, I kind of listed him more as a wide receiver three uh, with the potential to be a wide receiver two. Um, and he got the job done. He's he's an impressive young young man, young wide receiver. Um, no matter who's in there, he's going to get the job done, obviously. Like I said, I'm really surprised that he finished up with those numbers. I did not see those numbers coming. Um, but, I mean... What can you do? What can you say? The kid works hard. He, work, he plays through injury, uh, which you have to you have to commend him, even if he if it pisses you off that maybe he should have sat out and then and rested and came back uh, stronger. I'll, I, I'll I'll never fault a player for playing through injury. 
Wide receiver 21 is Deontay Johnson of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 923 yards receiving, 88 receptions, 7 touchdowns, 221.8. He should have been, yep, tier 6. He was right by Christian Kirk, uh, Jameson Crowder, Antonio, uh, well, not Antonio Gibson, but uh, Jarvis Landry, Stephon Diggs, Will Fuller area. Uh, He was listed as wide receiver 34, uh, 77 overall. He outproduced that, of course. Uh, very, very good year for Deontay Johnson. Uh, he is the clear number one for Pittsburgh, and it looks like Ben Roethlisberger is coming back for one year, but they did get rid of their offensive coordinator, so we're going to have to pay attention uh, and see how this offense transforms because it's not going to be the pass-heavy offense that we saw this year. They're going to get have to get uh, back to more of a, you know, at least a competent running game, right? You know, between them and the Bills, I don't know who had a worse rushing attack this year. Um, but the number the numbers will probably state that it was really, really close between those two. Number 22, wide receiver 22, another rookie, CeeDee Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys. The number one wide receiver in Dynasty for me, 217.7 um, points on the season. Uh, I should say number one in dynasty based on just what I liked of the player himself, not to where he was, but he should take over that wide receiver too. Um, if Michael Gallup does indeed leave uh, from Dallas, he would see a little bit more of the outside and they'll probably flip um, Amari Cooper and CD lamb uh, into the slot from time to time. But he finished it. Look, this is a good, pretty good year for a rookie, man. Uh, 74 receptions, 935 yards uh, receiving, five touchdowns. Uh, also had a rushing touchdown, 82 yards on the ground. So, CD Lamb, he's way down here. Yeah, he was tier seven. He was down by uh, guys like Jerry Judy, uh, Debo Samuel, who was hurt, uh, Golden Tate, Bashar Perriman, Marvin Jones, Emmanuel Sanders. He was right in that area. Uh, very much outperformed it. So, like the kid. I uh, would hope that he actually continues to grow in this offense. Number 23 is surprising. It's another rookie. Do you know who it is? It's Chase Claypool of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 62 receptions, 873 yards receiving, nine receiving touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns to the tune of 214.9 points. Uh, I'm not even going to look at my sheet. Because I guarantee you, he's somewhere down towards the tier of desperation. Uh, in fact, he was in tier 10. <laughs> he barely made it. Barely. Barely made it. Barely made it. Oh, my goodness. Great year by the rookie. Let's we'll see if that holds up. Like I said, we've talked about this. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, one more year. Uh, have to see what the shift in the offense is. Uh, but he definitely secured a role uh, next year because he played out of his damn mind. So, Number 24 is Curtis Samuel of the uh, Carolina Panthers. Um, this is actually surprising. He beat out DJ Moore, his teammate, by .6 points. <laughs> T.J. Moore, wide receiver, 25. Holy shit. Uh, 
Um, I don't know what to say here. I didn't know they were this close. I, this is the first time I've looked at it. So, wow. 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 Oh, man. DJ Moore was higher. I moved him down, and then I kind of moved him back up because NFFC had him as wide receiver 11 and 36 overall, and I was a little unsure about it, but I still kind of went with it. He's still having the problem not getting um, the touchdowns, really, and that's kind of an indictment more on Teddy Bridgewater than it is really on DJ Moore, who's really talented, but... Uh, I'll give you the statistics for both, okay? So we'll just do DJ Moore first. Uh, 66 receptions for 1,193 yards. It's pretty good. It's pretty efficient, right? Almost 1,200 yards on only 66 receptions. Usually they're going to be up somewhere in the uh, mid to high 70s at the least. But only four touchdowns on the year, and that's what killed him. That's what killed him. Curtis Samuel had 77 receptions. So he had 11 more receptions than D.J. Moore. 851 yards. (coughs) He was over 300 yards less than him. Uh, Had three receiving touchdowns, but here's the difference. He had 200 yards rushing and two touchdowns on the ground as well. So uh, Curtis Samuel entering his um, free agent year. uh, Very, very good. Uh, In good shape. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes, uh, see where he might possibly project. I wonder where we're at in time. Hopefully it's under half an hour. Oh, yeah, just under half an hour. All right, let's go. Let's go here. Let's go, kittens. All right, wide receiver 26. We'll just go through these. Uh, wide receiver 26 was Cooper Cup. Uh, 208.7 points, uh, missed out on 1,000 yards, only had three touchdowns this year. I did move him down. He was in Tier 5. They had him, uh, NFFC had him listed as wide receiver 13. I said that's not going to happen. With something in my head just said it wasn't going to happen. He had 92 receptions, though. So he was heavily targeted. Um, But just wasn't going to, just did not get it done. There was just something with, you know, touchdown regression. He had so many the first couple of years that I knew it had to come down, um, and it certainly did. So, wide receiver twenty-seven is one Cole Beasley of the Buffalo Bills. You know, he had nine hundred and sixty-seven yards receiving this year, eighty-two receptions, two hundred seven point five. Good for him, man. He's getting old though, um, so he's probably not going to last too much longer. Uh, maybe he gets another year in there. Uh, yeah, he was tier nine. He was wide receiver seventy-seven according to the NFFC. Um, Randy and your fucking jokes. God damn it! Um, but Cole Beasley, uh, I do like. I do like him. He works really hard. Freaking, uh, just look at what happened in the playoff game, man. Because he was playing with a broken leg, dude. God damn it. Um, you know, a fracture in his leg. But, the, you know, let's come on. Let's call it as it is. He had a broken leg. He had a broken fucking leg. It was great. Good, tough guy. 
I like Cole Beasley. He's really impressed me these last couple of years in Buffalo. Wide receiver 28. Here we go. Here's another rookie. We actually, 28 and 29 are teammates. Can you guess what team? If you said Cincinnati, you are correct. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins finished better than Tyler Boyd. By how much? Eh, roughly about two points. It was real razor thin close, man. Uh, T. Higgins finished 67 uh, receptions for 908 yards, six touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, 79 receptions for 841 and four. Uh, so they were real close in there. T. Higgins was a tier nine wide receiver. He was wide receiver 81, 233 overall. So he uh, pretty much went undrafted. Um, Tyler Boyd was wide receiver 29, uh, 68 overall. So still not a bad year. Um, but if you listen to me about T. Higgins and you grabbed him real super late in the draft and waited on him, it paid off very, very well. Very, very well. Uh, wide receiver 30 is one Corey Davis, uh, A.J. Brown's teammate. Uh, finished with 191.4 points. Uh, finished 16 yards short of 1,000. Um, we did kind of like him a little bit. Just for the plain simple fact, like he was going to slip so far down and pass targets had to go somewhere, but he still ended up. He was a tier nine uh, wide receiver, 75, 215 overall. So uh, late in the draft, kind of a stab, stab in the dark, you know, him and Cole Beasley, kind of those secondary tertiary type pieces, you know, that you kind of just wait and see. Um not much ups, not really that much upside, but just kind of consistent. Wide receiver thirty one, and this is a big hit. This is the Chris Godwin, um, Chris Godwin to Tampa Bay man. Uh, Sixty five receptions, eight forty and seven. Now with all the injuries he was fighting through, the fact that he made it there is kind of fucking miraculous. But I was a lot higher on um, Chris Godwin. He was the top of tier four. He was wide receiver six. Uh, number 20 overall. Uh, you also had Antonio Brown come in uh, later in the year, um, which really, really hurt. So he had a couple of factors that kind of worked against him. As far as, you know, a keeper, uh, if you had him in the second round and it was co cost you a second round pick, no, you're going to drop him. He's probably going to go about, he's probably, honestly, he's going to go. Um, probably fourth round, to be completely honest, because of this. Uh, because late in the year now, it, it, we're talking primarily in the playoffs, um, he's had the drops. So it's really going to hurt him, um, and we can take advantage of that. I'll take Chris Godwin all day in the fourth round. Number 32, and I'm sorry if I pause in here every once in a while because I'm watching these uh, Senior Bowl uh, senior bowl videos. Love it. Richie Grant, safety for UCF. Nice. Uh, wide receiver 32 is one Will Fuller. One can only imagine where he would have ended up um, if he would have finished out the season. Uh, 53 receptions, 879 yards, and eight touchdowns. Dude. Dude was going to end up at probably 1,100 yards and 
probably about 12, yeah, at least 12 touchdowns. That Tennessee game, that last game of the year, he would have smoked, man. He would have smoked it. Um, He was projected wide receiver 31, 71 overall. I had a shit ton of Will Fuller, so it was real disappointing. Um, I I had him because I paired him up mostly with um, my Deshaun Watson t- uh, uh, shares that I had. So Will Fuller, uh, we'll have to see what happens here because I think he still has one or two more games he's got to sit out at the start of the year. So we'll see. Somebody might be able to grab him cheap. He he's not going back. I can tell you this: he's a free agent unless they tag him, franchise tag him. He's not coming back. And it would not surprise me whatsoever if Will Fuller went to fuck is called oh this is cool uh, would not surprise me whatsoever if maybe Will Fuller leans to wherever Deshaun Watson goes. To be completely honest, pay attention. Wide receiver thirty three was Jarvis Landry of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, took advantage of no Odell Beckham here, 72 receptions, 840. Uh, still, you know, he can never get the touchdowns. That's what really kills him. He only had three on the year. Um, but Jarvis Jarvis was a tier six wide receiver. Wide receiver 33. Wide receiver 33. 74 overall. Very good projection uh, by NFSC for the his ADP. Nelson Aguilar comes in at wide receiver 34. This was the surprise, right? So they signed Nelson Aguilar. We don't know what we're going to get, right? Because you know what you're going to get, pretty much knew what you were going to get out of Darren Waller as long as, you know, Jason Winton didn't fuck that up. Yes, yes, I'm poking fun at myself again. Um, you kind of knew what you were going to get from Hunter Renfro. Uh, we didn't know what we were going to get from the rookie in Ruggs especially didn't know what was going to go on with Nelson Aguilar. They sounded like they really liked Zay Jones, and and obviously they didn't. But Nelson Aguilar, 48 receptions, 896, and 8. Wide receiver, 34. He was a wide receiver, 3 on the year. He was nowhere. Um, he had been to your desperation. I don't even know if I can find him because I don't think he was on the team at the time. Do, 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 do. Oh, he's got to be. Oh, look, there's Devin Funches, the guy that I have no clue why the Packers signed him. Yeah, I don't even know where the fuck he is. Oh, there he is. There he is. Wide receiver 164. He was way down there. Way down there. If you're below Sammy Watkins, that means that I have no trust whatsoever in you. <laughs> Coming in at wide receiver 35 is rookie Brandon Ayuk of the San Francisco 49ers. <clears throat> uh, not too bad of a year. 184.5 points on the year. Uh, scored seven touchdowns. Uh, had over you know 800 yards of all-purpose yardage. Uh, didn't even really play the whole season. Rookie looked good. Um, we'll have to see what happens next year when we get Debo Samuel back. Brandon Ayuk would be the number, technically be the number two, um, but he really looked, I mean, dude, he looked actually better than Debo Samuel did his rookie year, and we liked Debo Samuel his rookie year. 
it's quite possible that Brandon Ayuk. Now, of course, George Kittle is always going to be the number one, right? Unless he retires. So, but as far as a wide receiver is concerned, I think Brandon Ayuk might actually be the wide receiver one, and Debo Samuel might be the wide receiver two. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wide receiver 36 was Marquise Hollywood Brown for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, had 769 uh, receiving yards, eight touchdowns. He had a flurry towards the end of the year. That's what really bumped him up. Uh, he was the end of the tier fives. Uh, I he, The NFFC had him as wide receiver 25, 61 overall, so he was a little bit too high in there, so it was kind of off. But All righty. So, let's see what else we got in here. What else we got in here? Um, So, where were we here? All right. Uh, We're going to finish this up here quickly. Uh, 37 through 50. Sorry, I had to take a very important message. Uh, let's see. Wide receiver 37 was Russell Gage. Oh, God. Oh, really? Wide receiver four? Oh, fuck him. 786 and four. Uh, Michael Gallup. He finished right above Michael Gallup at 38. 843 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Jamison Crowder came in at 39. Not too bad for, you know, being hurt early in the year. 699 and six. Uh, Devontae Parker, who I warned you about, I thought he was going to regress, especially if Tua took over, uh, finished with 793 and 4. Uh, Manuel Sanders, uh, thought he would have been a little bit better, but, you know, the Michael Thomas injury, you know, whatever you want to say, uh, 726 yards and five touchdowns, it did not help him. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, he's on a downslope. We are not going to touch him next year. He's going to be a free agent anyways, but uh, so we'll see if anybody takes a shot on him. Uh, 762 and five. Uh, Sterling Shepard, 656 and three at wide receiver 43. Tim Patrick finished ahead of Jerry Judy at 40 at uh, 44 and 45. Uh, Tim Patrick, 742 and six touchdowns. Judy, 856 and three. Judy had a lot of drops. He's got to fix that. Uh, that was very unimpressive by the rookie. Uh, another rookie, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, actually finished at wide receiver 46, uh, 600 yards receiving and five touchdowns. Keelan Cole, his teammate, the guy that you just never know what's going to go on, 642 and five, finished at wide receiver 47. Uh, Mike Williams, man, we're done with Mike Williams, man. Wide receiver 48, just at the end of the wide receiver four tier, 756 and five touchdowns. Uh, good for 153. Uh, DJ Chark, very terrible year. Uh, Going to have to reevaluate DJ Chark. He finished at wide receiver 49. Uh, that's a wide receiver five, my friends. 706 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, and then Darnell Mooney to finish out the top 50. Uh, actually, it was pretty impressive by the rookie, having 61 receptions for 631 and four uh, in that offense. <clears throat> it's tough. It's tough. Uh, but he was really starting to connect with Mitch Trubisky late in the year. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if 
if if a Rob isn't there next year, he is bona fide. He's going to be their number one unless they, you know, unless Robinson somehow has a change of heart or if they bring somebody else in. It, but they're strapped for cash. As far as I, as far as what I what I know going into this year, they're going to be strapped for cash. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, doesn't make me sad uh, to see that the Bears would have some issues here, but um, we'll see once we get into the depth charts and I start running the numbers and whatnot. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But I think 50 wide receivers is enough, right? Right? We don't need to talk about Kenny Galladay. We know he got hurt. We know uh, Detroit's going to try and resign him. So I'm saying this should be the end of our bye week. End of our bye week, man. What did we have? We had like five podcasts. We have six podcasts this week. I don't. I can't remember. Do we have five or do we have six? Oh, it doesn't matter. We got a lot of shit done this week, and we're going to get a lot of shit done next week with the Super Bowl. So until I talk to you guys again, uh, when I record on next Monday, we're going to start Super Bowl prep. Going to finish out the year strong. Everybody take care. <laughs>